When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Ear tag orders are backed up six months or more from being shipped to farmers, and that's causing headaches for many. Julie Sweeney, board member with the Wisconsin Livestock Identification Consortium, shares more. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess. Julie, talk to me about these tag shortages. The tag shortage has unfortunately been a byproduct of everything taking place with basically COVID. All the challenges related to the supply chain issues have really come to fruition, have hit every aspect of the uh, livestock industry including tag sales. So not only was the product not getting to where it needed to be to get engraved with the right tag numbers, but then there were also issues when it came to labor. Essentially, there was this perfect storm with getting tags where they needed to be and when they needed to be. So the shortage is definitely real, but we are seeing the industry be able to recover a little bit of that. I think we've ironed out some of the concerns. Labor is still a challenge. You know, it seems to be something that we're figuring out, but at least when it comes to the shipping and receiving and moving those tags, that has at least been addressed. In terms of having enough staff on hand to make those tags and engrave them, that continues to be addressed. Farmers shouldn't be concerned about there being enough product going into making the tags. It's really getting the tags where they need to be to be made and then uh, engraved and then taken where they need to go. I think it's safe to say that we're ironing out those, but it takes a little while to take care of the the backlog of orders. So anybody that's still waiting on tags, uh, it's always good to check in on them, make sure that they didn't get lost in transit or anything like that, because that happens as well. But they're working diligently across the entire industry to catch up on those tag orders. Supply chain shortages like these can definitely be frustrating, but many farmers really rely on these tags, especially the RFID tags for things like calf feeders and parlor systems. So what are you seeing people do to get through with these shortages? Well, the one tip that I would have from my simple perspective is to anticipate your needs ahead of time. So knowing that uh, not to order a whole bunch and uh, be set for the next couple years, but certainly if you know that you'll be needing tags in a few weeks or a few months, you would definitely want to get that order in so you can hopefully get it in time when you will absolutely need it. So just having the foresight to anticipate that might be helpful. Ultimately, having the right tag would be ideal, but there are certain measures that uh, producers and livestock farmers have been able to take in place um, with the absence of the exact tag that they're looking for. So whether it's a substitute tag or um, a very elementary way of tracking their animals. Uh, There are options like that in this interim period. Keeping livestock identified is a big part of what the Wisconsin Livestock Consortium is all about. Tell me more about what that organization does. Thanks for asking. Um, So I am the vice chair on our board, and our board is made up of industry members, uh, not only across uh, dairy and cattle, but also for poultry. And we have representation and interest involvement from the swine industry. Basically, the WLIC is a third-party organization uh, dedicated to protecting and keeping the data accurate and up-to-date, but also outside of the realm of the Department of Agriculture to protect it from certain public access laws. So this way, farmers and producers and any livestock owners can take comfort in 
knowing that their information is protected from any party that might seek out to harm them. I think that when we talk about data, farmers are becoming more and more aware of not just their data being used for maybe nefarious reasons, but their data being sold to companies that are then monetizing their own data to sell back to them. So I think something like the Wisconsin Livestock um, ID Consortium can kind of provide that buffer there where the data truly stays with the farmer. Yes. So WLAC has no way, no right to sell the data. There's no chance of that. In fact, WLAC is even limited in the use of promoting WLAC to the people who register their premises. So there's a lot of legalities that are involved in that, and it's very much so meant to protect the information related to your premise ID data and information. So it's very basic, but that information is under lock and key very tight. I have seen in the industry more of a push to go to longer tag numbers, the 840 IDs, um, specifically in dairy cattle. But Julie, are you seeing that across the board? Why is there a push to have those larger number tags? Great question, Carrie. We are definitely seeing it in the dairy industry because it's easier to move animals across state lines, especially for larger expos where larger groups of cattle are present. Uh, It's just becoming easier for a show like World Dairy Expo to be able to keep track of animals that are having a more unique identification number than, say, a shorter number that is likely to be more duplicated within a a large group of animals such as World Dairy Expo. Thanks for that update, Julie. Hopefully tags will be showing up in mailboxes soon. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess.